Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It's Monday and we have a beautiful special guest. AJ Gibson is out this morning. The vid finally got his ass. It really did. It really did. So we have the beautiful Char Giselle joining us. And I love when we do shows together. Me too. Hi. Me too. Hi, Michaela. You look beautiful. Let me tell you something about Char. <laughs> Here's what I appreciate about Char. It will be 4.11 a.m. And Char will come in smelling delicious. Thank you. Looking delicious. Thank you. You look gorgeous. Thank you. I gotta step my game up. I gotta start like showering before. You see, this is your show every day. (laughs) I don't know what I'd look like if I had to do the morning show five days a week. I know, but I'm inspired. Thank you. I'm very inspired by you. How was your weekend, Mama? What's going on? Oh my gosh, my weekend was so much fun. Like, so much fun. Yes. I just have been like riding a wave. I had a really good week last week, and so I think that helped propel me into the weekend. And yesterday I went out, I went to the Ivy for the first time. I'd never <gasps> eaten there. Did you love it? It is the most expensive basic food it's that I've ever had. It's the most disgusting food for $7,000. <laughs> yes. But just to go, you're like, I went to the I, Ivy. I spent 100 bucks. I liked the ambiance, but I literally just got like an appetite. I'm sober right now, but what I will say is I did have a glass of champagne. Yes. I did, I did have a glass of okay, champagne. Okay, good. Because they mean, give it to you. When you walk in, they give it to you for free. You're like, I sort of feel well, like I need to. Well, they kind of slowed down with that because of uh, COVID. They don't give out the cookies mm. or anything. Like my friend that went, he's he's gone before. So I just went for the experience and I had delicious crab cakes, tuna tartare, and this like fried seafood platter and then a scoop of like praline gelato for $12. It's one scoop. Yeah. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I'm not really even a sweet, but since I've stopped drinking for the most part, for whatever reason, like I crave sugar like crazy. Listen Michaela. to me. I love that. I love the Ivy. I went to, I ate downtown yesterday at Cafe Fig. Uh-huh. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. I've never been, but delicious. There's so many magical places in LA. I feel like I take advantage of just living in LA. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to all the little places that you've never tried, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we have a good show for you today. We're talking uh, this hour, bisexual people are taking to an anonymous sharing app, revealing they do have a preferred gender. Find out the reasons, and if you relate. Also, a woman is removing in sickness and in health out of her vows. Find out why she thinks she should not stick around if you get sick, baby. It's so (laughs) shit. Could you imagine? You're like, I will marry you, and if you get sick... I'm leaving you. So they're taking without the, you know, through sickness and health out of the clause. Gone. Gone. Wow. Gone. And then later on, uh, if you are positive about getting older, does that mean you'll live longer? I think that that makes so much sense. You had a positive weekend and you're Mm -hmm. feeling good today. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't look at being getting older as like a a negative. I don't either. Every, every day above ground is a blessing. That's what Beyonce says. Listen, and whatever Beyonce says goes. <laughs> whatever. All right, let's get into a little news on the beat. An anti-LGBTQ bill that is politicians on both sides of the aisle confused and alarmed passed the Oklahoma's House State Powers Committee, and it is now heading to the Oklahoma House floor. Uh, SB six fifteen states that if a school counselor were to give any material of any kind related to sexual orientation and gender identity to a student even in a confidential meeting the counselor would be forced to disclose said material to the parent now according to this article state law says that teachers and administrators have to disclose and make available to parents materials dealing with sexual education specifically those dealing with sexual orientation and gender identity if passed any and all instructional material or discussions meant to elicit responses on sexual behavior or attitudes would have to mandatorily be disclosed to any parent of a student participating in the activity. Great. And let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 84 in Vegas today, 88 in LA. Yes, honey, summer is here. Yeah. 93 in Palm Springs, 81 in Houston, 71 in Buffalo, a high of 72 in Dallas, 95 in La Quinta, and 94 in Cathedral City. And that's your weather today. I'm ready. Now, coming up, bisexual people are taking it to an anonymous sharing app and revealing they have a preferred gender. Find out the reasons, and if you relate, coming up in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, welcome back to The Morning Beat. AJ Gibson is out, but we've got the beautiful Char Giselle Smart, intelligent, interesting. <laughs> now, I want to talk to you about this next article. This was meant to be fun, but I actually... I think it's a little bit problematic as I was reading into it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to explain why. So bisexual people are coming out revealing they do have a preferred gender from a man who chooses same-sex relationships because uh, girls cost a lot to date mm. to a woman who prioritizes men because she wants what she wants. Now, uh, bisexual, being bisexual is often misunderstood with people branding everything from being greedy to confused to on the fence. Mm -hmm. Now, bisexual people from around the world have taken to an anonymous sharing app. It's called Whisper to shed more light on what it's like to be attracted to both genders with a particular focus on whether they have a preference for either men or women. The eye-opening responses revealed it's a complicated issue with no easy answer, a case in point being a woman who prefers men because she wants children, but would actually rather date women because they're more loving. Well, that sounds that tracks. But, you know, this is this is something that I find interesting because, like you mentioned, Michaela, it is very nuanced. And I'd imagine that it's literally a case by case, you know, scenario. We uh -huh. can't paint all bisexual people with one broad stroke. So everyone has and people are entitled to their preferences. So this does not strike me as odd. At first, when I was reading this, I was like, mm, this is a bit jarring. But it when I really sat with it, it does not does not strike me as as odd. Yeah, I think so. I just think that, like, as somebody who's dated men and then women and definitely prefer women, mm -hmm. um, I think that oftentimes being bisexual looks like it can be a choice. Like, well, you can choose to be with a woman or a man. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, with Lisa, I fell in love with Lisa. That's my, like, be-all, end-all I'm obsessed with her. I could not imagine being with anybody else. But I think like one of the things that they're admitting in here is like she's had issues. A, a woman says she prefers girls because she's been hurt by men 
previously, which would then be like, well, if you weren't hurt by men previously, would you still be with women? So right. are we looking at a choice? Because that's what men, because that's what I've been told as a woman who dates women, like, oh, is it because like you were sexually abused? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not why. I mm-hmm. literally just want to be with women. So it's interesting, this article, I don't know if it helps the bisexual community or hinders the bisexual community, or if it does neither. It's just interesting to see how people open up when the app is anonymous. Yeah, and I think that this article should be taken with a grain of salt, right? It's not the gospel. And like I mentioned, it seems like it is very layered. It's very nuanced, and it's case by case. So it, it is interesting. I was raised, of course, with people around me with, who had very problematic conversations and talking points around bisexuality just as a whole. Yeah. And uh, but people preferring a gender does not ring any like, you know, red flags for me. Yeah. Because you can be attracted to who you're attracted to, but you can also prefer who you, you know, rather be with. Totally. I think that's going to be the conversation, though. Like you can't base your preference off of like or you can uh like things that have happened in the past. Like I do think that you're mm-hmm. built with who you love. Like you but either. What we can't ignore is that even when people, you know, took you to task or asked you like, oh, is it because of this happened to you? There are certain people who are very vocal and do say that. Right. They yeah. do say, well, I'm bisexual because this happened to me in the past. So because it's I think because representation is so minimal around certain groups that when someone speaks up, if depending on who the audience is, they're going to take what that person says as the gospel and run with it and yeah. apply it to everyone in that totally, group. Totally, which then opens up the conversation, well, you're gay because you choose to be. Exactly. Which is just not ever the conversation you want. It's like when Miley Cyrus was like, oh, I was just waiting for some good D. Remember when she said that after she was in the relationship with, um, what was her name? I almost said Kate. Samantha Ronson, but that was Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we were like, no! Nah! I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's funny also just what people feel like they can share if they knew that they weren't going to be like outed. Yeah. I think that that a lot of us would get our feelings hurt if there were anonymous surveys taken around um, issues, you know, that face us. You know, societal, socioeconomic, uh, sociopolitical issues that we frequently talk about. If there were anonymous surveys taken on a lot of things, I think that it would prove that people are not, a lot of people are not as liberal as they claim to be. Listen, if you didn't find that out after the whole Trump administration, I don't know. I mean, people that I like, I mean, was very close with. That was, you know, I, I kind of predicted, you know, everyone was in the streets summer 2020 protesting, you know, everyone yeah. from all different walks of life. But then when the exit poll numbers came out from the November 2020 election, it showed that, like, for example, more white women voted for Trump in 2020 than they did in 2016. Well, even with the so don't was... say gay bill, I've had people be like, well. I just I don't want people to talk about gay and I'm like well, that's because people okay. still inherently over sexualize LGBT people and strip us of our humanity yeah that's literally what it boils down to they don't look at us as, as fully rounded individuals it's just all based in like sex and that is not the truth of yeah. the matter that yeah. we, you know we know this we know this yeah we know this we also know that it's not a choice but I do appreciate bisexual saying they have a preferred yeah, gender that they like yeah <laughs> alright coming up a woman is removing in sickness and in health out of her vows find out her reasoning and if you can agree or just think she's cold hearted honey good morning beat channel Q 
Okay, Char, we talk a lot about dating. I've been in a relationship for seven years. What? And, so seven years, May 1st, is, is our anniversary. Wow. Which I cannot even believe. And I love Lisa. Now, when I met Lisa, I was like about Lisa. The day one, I was like, we're getting married, we're in love, we're having children, the end. And she was like, oh, mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> kind of what locked it in was she said, you know, my dad is um, sick, I have to bring him something. Okay. Do you want to just stay here? And I was like, no, I'm going to see your dad. Like, I'm going to see- meet my in-laws. And she was like, okay, but he's like sick, sick. And I didn't know at the time that he had stage four lung cancer and he was wow. dying. And for the next six months of our relationship, I watched her take care of her father. Mm-hmm. I watched her mother take care of her husband. And they did it with so much love and compassion. And his transition was really beautiful and, and devastating. But they did really just so wonderful taking care of her dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that's like... In a relationship, which you have to sign up for, which is why in vows you say, you know, in sickness and in health, I'm going to ride for you. Mm-hmm. However, according to this article, this woman said, I will be removing in sickness from my wedding vows. Now, you quickly can be like, well, you're an a-hole, right? Like, what does that mean? But she's saying, listen, me and my siblings had to take care of my parents all growing up because they were very sick. And I'm sick of it. I hate feeling bound or obligated to take care of somebody. I know that this is harsh, but it was a lot for me. My life is full of moments and events like this, and I just finally want to live my life to the fullest. So she's just taking it out. You know what? I'm seeing further down in this article that her fiancé says that he will not accept this, and he's very mad at her, and he's even rethinking the whole thing. Um, I don't know how I would be if... I don't know how I would feel if my, you know, if the proverbial, my proverbial fiance said that they were removing a clause like this, because it's like, I think part of that whole legal contract of marriage is that, you know, like you kind of have a guaranteed partner to see you to the finish line. Yeah, I would feel a type of way if Lisa said she was going to take it out. Like she was like, basically what she's saying is if you get sick, I'm out of here. She has an exit route. Yeah. And I get the trauma. Which I don't believe her. I don't believe her. You don't? You think she'd stick around? I do. I think that this woman, you know, of course I understand like what I'm reading this about how she like her and her siblings had to take care of their sick parents and she just can't bring herself to do it but I think once you like really get settled into a relationship that it won't be as easy as like oh you're sick I gotta go I don't imagine anyone being that cold-hearted and if they were I'd question the love like did you even really love your spouse well that's what I think he's thinking he's like listen if you can agree to this this is like not the kind of love that I want whether Mm -hmm. or not she chooses to stick around I will say though I'm not defending her, mm-hmm. but the trauma from having to take care of your parents or anybody for a very, very long time, I think can play later on in life where you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like yeah. I did it. I don't know if you remove it out of your vows because yeah. I don't know if it makes your partner feel good, but I, I don't know. I couldn't be well, with Well, that her. goes to show that she's taking her vows seriously. She'll stick with them, you know, for richer or poorer. Isn't that one of okay, the lines? Okay, yes, <laughs> yes. She's like, rich, I'm good. I think we should take a poll. Vanessa, can you make a poll? Would you stick with your partner if they said that they would not keep in in sickness and in health? 
Or if they removed a critical part of the the traditional vows. Yes. That someone you know. Yes. She's shady. All right. We want to know if she's the a-hole. All right. Coming up, a Selling a Sunset star. Do you watch Selling Sunset? I do. Did you watch season five? I have no, this is the most recent season that dropped. Yes. I haven't been home enough to watch it. That's okay. That's all right. I have but all I know, the tea. But I know what happened. Okay, good. All right. A selling sense that starts revealing Ben Affleck slid into her DMs. Are we looking at another J-Lo and A-Rod situation? We've got the details for you and what's popping. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Channel Q. All right, if you asked me if I binged Netflix's Selling Sunset to season five this weekend, I would have to admit that I did. I love it. I don't know what it is with the show. I can't get enough of it. However... One cast member is proving to be a little problematic. Emma Hernan is claiming during a season five episode of Netflix's Selling Sunset that she previously matched with Ben Affleck on Raya. Now, if you're not familiar with Raya, it's you have to be like invited. <laughs> yes. And then once and you're approved. allowed in and approved. I'm on Raya. <laughs> Are you, girl? I am. I am. They said, okay, Shar, come on in. Okay, Shar, give us the tea on Ryan. Girl, it is boring. I no. see. I, you can't say who you see on there, but... And you can't, you know, you can't take a screenshot on Raya. They'll delete your account. Wow. Yeah, they'll delete. They'll warn you first, like no more screenshots, and then you'll be locked out. Okay, have you ever run into anybody on Raya that you're like starstruck about? Not starstruck, but I've run into celebrities. I I've, love I've it. had a music producer invite me to his house. I've, it's been people in music that have, have, have hit me up, but nothing like of substance or fruitful. But I did see, uh, yeah, someone that we all know. And there's wow. a few famous people. I'll tell you off air because I don't want to be kicked yeah, off. Yeah, no, no. We don't want you to get kicked <laughs> off. We do not want that. All right, well, Ben Affleck is saying, totally not true. I haven't been on Raya in years. And in fact, Raya, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and donate 
to a cause that is very important to me for people battling addiction every day that don't have their resources. Now, why is he coming after Raya when they not, they didn't do anything? They, they didn't the, do anything to as him. As a matter of fact, Raya is backing up his claim because they, they've confirmed that he has not been an active member for several years. That's what a representative told the Today Show. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that this woman on Selling Sunset that said that she, you know, matched with him right before, air quote, right before, you know, the J-Lo thing. Yeah, but this is problematic because because this is literally what happened with J-Lo and A-Rod. Remember the one of the Bravo like celebrities yeah. said that A-Rod slid into her DMs, was trying to get at her, and then mm-hmm. before you know it, J-Lo and A-Rod were done. So I think Ben is watching his... Yeah. yeah but you know, you can never honey. trust him. He's a Leo man. You know I'm biased against yeah. men who are Leo. <laughs> Don't trust the Leo. All right, coming up in the next hour, people are getting their tax refund, but what are the smartest ways to spend it? We have answers for you in the next hour. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Now, AJ Gibson is out today, but we've got Char Jassel, and I will say, did not know this about Char... She loves a 7 a.m. I do. Good morning. Good morning. What is it about 7 a.m. that you love? It was 7 a.m. She goes, it's 7 a.m. It's magic hour. And I was like, what is the love affair you're having with 7 a.m.? I just love 7 a.m. It just reminds me. It's it's like a pinnacle of my day. It's like a fresh start. 7 a.m. I just, you can breathe in the crisp air, walk and get your coffee. It's not too hot in the summertime. You know, like that's the time to like, you know, put your makeup on if Uh your apartment runs a little hot. Okay. Like I just love Love, love, love. I have a love affair with 7 a.m. I really do. I love it. I also love that you said it's not too hot because you also pointed out this morning that it's April 25th. And if you're a fan of Miss Congeniality, honey, in the pageant, one of the girls is asked, what's your favorite date? And she says, no, what's your perfect date? Or describe your perfect date. Yeah, describe your perfect date. And she said, April 25th. It's not too hot. It's not not too too cold. cold. All you need is a light jacket, (laughs) which is true. Yeah, well, apparently it's a perfect time. April 25th at 7 a.m. gets Char going. I I love 7 a.m. If you love 7 a.m., let me know. It's just a good time in the day. It's just, I'm smiling ear to ear. It's 7 a.m. I'm smiling for you because you love it so much. I'm here for it. All right, we have a great hour for you. Coming up first, people are getting their tax refund, but what's the smartest way to spend it? And then uh, an A-lister saying her privacy was invaded. But does Mm. it come with the territory or does no still mean no? We're going to discuss in depth, but for now, let's get into a little news on the beat Oil and gas giant ExxonMobil will not allow the traditional LGBTQ rights flag to be flown outside its offices during Pride Month in June. A move the company said is not meant to diminish its diversity commitment. Updated company guidance, which was seen, uh, bans external position flags such as those used for gay pride or Black Lives Matter occasions. In a statement shared with Newsweek, the vice president of human resources at ExxonMobil said the updated flag protocol is intended to clarify the use of the ExxonMobil branded company flag and not intended to diminish our commitment to diversity and support for employee resource groups. I don't think that anybody should have to fly the flag during Pride season. Yeah. But, and and I wouldn't want any company that doesn't want to fly the the yeah. Pride flag. Like, we don't need you. A it's lot of all them good. just do it, you know, for commercialization totally. anyway. Yeah, they so don't I feel mean like it. in our conversations when we're like, they're just doing it mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate that Exxon is like, we're not going to. At least let me know so I know not to use your gas. Right. Like, let me know where we stand. You know, yeah. I'm not using any gas because it's $4,000 right now. Ooh. So I'm 
I'm taking a nice brisk walk at, at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> to get the things I need. Uh, all right, we want to remind you of something very, very fabulous happening as well. You're going to want to walk. You're going to want to run, not walk. Uh, as Channel Q presents our second annual Divas in the Desert, starring the Tell It to My Heart Diva, the one and only Taylor Dane, Thursday, May 19th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Divas in the Desert is our fundraising event benefiting um, health and the Coachella Valley LGBTQ Center. And it's so much fun. Rosemary Galore and friends will be joining us for a fun drag show. Plus, I'll be singing songs from my upcoming album, capping the night with a very special guest performance by Taylor Dane. Tickets are now on sale at Ticketmaster.com. And keep it tuned here for your chance to win your way in. Channel Q's Diva in the Desert, a fun night for a great cause. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 88 in LA today. 94 in Cathedral City, 77 in Cleveland, 71 in Buffalo, 64 in San Francisco, and 81 in Miami. Now, Char, give us a vibe of the day. My vibe of the day is one from Beyonce. I said it last hour. And it's so good. It's just a reminder that every day above ground is a blessing. It's a fresh start, a new Monday. And, you know, whether you are doing really well this Monday or if you need a little help, just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. You never know what's around the corner. That's my vibe that. of the day. I love that so much. Yeah. All right. Coming up, people are getting their tax refund. But what are the smartest ways to spend it? We have answers for you coming up in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. Money makes the world go around, the world go around. All right, it's Money Mondays, and we're talking tax refunds. Now, as people start getting their tax refund, what should you do? We're joined with friend of the show, Daniela Flores, side hustle queen and founder of alike2dabble.com, a free money inside hustle resource blog. Daniela, thank you for joining us. We've got Char, uh, my girl, joining us as well. AJ Gibson is out. So talk to us about what to do with pe- with your tax return. Hey, uh, thank you so much for again for having me on the show. So for folks getting their tax returns, the first thing that you should probably do is if you have any health appointments that you've been putting off for a while, and this is the time, you know, that you probably should get to the doctor, you can use that money towards that. So personally, that's what I've done. I've used that money to go to the dentist. Daniela, that um, sounds so that, boring. Nobody wants to take their new money know, and go know, to the dentist. But if you're in pain, like if you need to that's get those true. wisdom that's teeth true, removed <laughs> and it's not covered by insurance, you might want to slide down and go get those wisdom teeth removed, for example. I hear that. I know it sounds so boring, but, you know, first off, if there's things you've been putting off and you need that money, then go ahead and spend that money on that. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you should what you should spend your money on <laughs> if you want to treat yourself to treat yourself. It's, it's about that time. Um, besides that, you know, if you've been working on putting together an emergency fund, you know, of one to three expenses of living expenses, you can put this money towards that emergency fund. Or if you're looking to start investing in the stock market or want to contribute more to your retirement fund, this is also a great time to do that as well. Yeah, that's an interesting point because, you know, statistically they say, what is it? Most Americans are like one paycheck away from homelessness. Yes. Like that's where we're at with the economics in this country right now. Um, this may be a bit of a frivolous question, but what is the dumbest thing that someone can do with their tax refund? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the dumbest thing they could do with a tax-free fund? Uh, probably invested in a scam, like an MLM or anything like that. <gasps> okay. Besides that, I mean, if you want to spend your tax refund on whatever you want to spend it on, do that. It's your money. 
Uh, well, this year, 77% of Americans expect to receive a tax refund. Last year, the IRS reported an average refund of $2,873, which could go a long way in uh, helping to improve your financial health. Uh, what should you do when it comes to debt? Should you start sort of taking care of that? We've A big conversation people have been having is school loans, wanting to get it paid off. How would you sort Ugh. of explore that? Oh, that's such a great question. So if you're looking to pay off debt, I would suggest to first look at your high interest debt first. That's going to be debt like credit card debt. And that's the debt you want to get rid of first because that's going to save you money by paying that off before it balloons with the interest rates. Um, and then you can go for your lowest in- your lower interest rates next, at, like your student loans or your car loans. Um, so like student loans, look into look. you can also look into consolidating those loans too mm-hmm. or seeing if you can get a portion um, forgiven while you're, while you're paying those off because there is uh, quite a few student loan borrowers that are reporting being able to get some of their loans um, forgiven. Ugh, every time I try to do that, they like monkey bar me to like a a different like thing. Like, you know, like if Great Lakes calls me and I'm paying $5 a month for the year and then it's like, oh, psych, now we're with, you know, I don't know, the Michaela Gordon campaign. Yeah. And we need your money in full. And it's like, yeah. but I just did this last year. It just... Yeah, the bill paying does not seem that exciting, but in order, we know we have to pay down debt in order to live, a, I guess, like a, a fully well-rounded life in the States. Uh, so with the tax refunds, are, do, are you finding that maybe more people are owing this year than getting refunds? Do you know, like, any statistics around that? I unfortunately don't have any statistics. Um, oddly enough, I've been seeing people actually reporting getting this refund when they haven't in previous years. And that was also the case for us. But we had some personal factors like, you know, I I had uh, my first home buying experience last year. So I got a tax break for that. So that's iconic. Well, there's other tips that you could do, like build or boost your emergency fund, pay your future self, add funds to your HSA or FSA, even starting a college fund. Uh, But I think that whatever you do, don't invest in an MLM. That's what Daniela (laughs) said. Uh, For more tips, you can always go to ilikedodabble.com, Daniela's website on how to save your money. We appreciate you joining us for Money Mondays and talking tax refunds. Thank you so much for having me again. Always. All right, coming up, is it okay for straight men to dress as women for Halloween or is it a form of cultural appropriation? We're going to discuss and ask what you think coming up next. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. A.J. Gibson is out this morning, but I got my girl, Char, joining us. And my cheeks hurt because I've been smiling and laughing so much this morning. Yes. And the real show for everyone listening, just know that the real show is when you all are listening to music. That's Girl, the real we say show it all the time. Place. The best conversations are the ones you cannot <laughs> hear, honey. That's when the tea is being poured. Uh, all right, this is, I am very interested. I always love your perspective. And I want to bring up this article and I want to hear what you have to say. So Madison Cawthorn is under fire on Twitter mm-hmm. over recently surfaced photos that show him wearing women's lingerie and what appears to be a party setting. Now, the Republican congressman from North Carolina is known for his staunch opposition to transgender rights, but now he's being called a hypocrite because of the photos. On April 5th, Cawthorn made an anti-trans 
speech on the floor of the House of Representatives. Uh, the politician reportedly said science isn't Burger King and gave an 80-second speech about his definition of what he thinks a woman is, which is so misogynistic. Of course, another man mansplaining what a woman is. Uh, but now that the photos have been widely circulated, people have varying takes on what they mean and what they say about the politician. Uh, several Twitter users agree that they wouldn't care if Catherine wears feminine lingerie if you would just stop trans bashing. Uh, one Twitter user said, well, I'm kind of speechless. I'm not sure Madison Cawthorn is going to like this media attention. Hey, if he likes women's lingerie, that's cool, but enough of the trans bashing. I mean, listen, he's fully in women's lingerie in this photo. You know that it's him. Uh, yeah, his his tweets have, have bothered me, of course, in his stance. But I also want to caution a lot of critics. I think he is worthy of critique. Um, we do. I do not agree with anything that he says. But I want to caution some critics because within criticism, they might not realize, but they could be very much being inherently transphobic themselves. Because to suggest that a man wearing women's clothing or a man or traditional, what's deemed traditionally women's clothing or a man in lingerie is is uh should stop trans bashing to me that then leads me to question well what do you consider a trans woman do you consider a trans woman a man in women's clothing wow. like so you have to really watch your critiques and your talking points with that because you might be being transphobic trying to go after Madison Cawthorn wow cuz it's revealing your thoughts and yeah. your train of thought about what you think about trans women so i i that's something that i'd zoom out and look at maybe an appropriation on drag performer culture but trans women, I don't, I, I do not think so. I love that perspective. Se. And coming from you, I obviously take it for everything that it is. Um, and I think that, you know, I think everyone wants to come from the right place of standing up. Our trans brothers and sisters have been literally mm -hmm. in every bill, every ban, every situation. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that. People are doing their best to support to our trans to community, show up. but that is true. And I feel like, yeah, looking at the transphobia of it all, thinking that that's what trans women look like, yeah, really is problematic. Or thinking that that's the idea of what a trans woman is in particular. And I'm not speaking, you know, to to non-binary people. I'm speaking specifically to trans womanhood and trans womanhood uh, rooted in. Uh, medical transition in particular, right? So to me, like I said, that question came up. If if you have issues with this man in lingerie and you're taking him to task for his transphobia, you might want to approach your criticism with a critical mind because you might be reinforcing transphobia by suggesting that this man in lingerie is in some way hurting uh, trans women. Yeah. Well, he goes it's nuanced. on. It's nuanced. Yeah. Well, he goes on to say, I guess the left thinks goofy vacation photos during a game on a cruise taken way before I ran for Congress is going to somehow hurt me. They're running out of things to throw at me. Share your most embarrassing vacay pics in the replies, to which he did have replies of people on vacation uh, with embarrassing photos um, yeah. or whatever photos. But I, I do understand. I want to say I do understand the critiques. I really do. Because he is harmful. Yeah. And I always say that trans people have been placed in the middle of this culture war that we did not ask to be. But we are an easy target. And we are a, a demographic that's marginalized. And transphobia is one issue that unites the right and the left. I never want to paint a picture that the left and Democrats is like trans inclusive because that is not the case in most spaces. I mean, in some, yes, but there is 
tons of transphobia coming from the left. And so it's easy to to ignore what I call the real issues like gun reform, like immigration, like everything else and say, hey, don't pay attention to, to this over here. Don't pay attention to the 233rd mass shooting that just happened and we're only in April. Mm-hmm. Look at the trans people. Let's get rid of it. Like, it's so easy for lawmakers to do that. And people fall for it each and every time when they make issues out of no issues. Trans people just want to live well-rounded, equitable lives in the United States as we are guaranteed, just like every other American. We are guaranteed, you know, the the right to pursue our happiness and liberty and justice for all. But, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, you know, the conversation gets sticky when we bring in separation of church and state because we are in a Judeo-Christian nation and people are clearly making laws based on their religion. And it's like, well, what if I'm trans and an atheist? I should be unaffected by this. Uh-huh. But I'm not because of, of the lawmakers. They're trying to make it everything with the attack on reproductive rights. Everything's interlocking. The mm-hmm. pr- attack on reproductive rights, trans people. I'm hearing whispers of a don't say woke bill that might be proposed that is aimed at black people. It, it goes with critical race wow. theory. So they are working hard and the Republicans have their messaging on point. And I just want to caution people to make sure that you are not putting your attention on the wrong things. Because yeah. calling Madison Cawthorn out about this is in no way going to shift or change his political views. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. All right, sure. You know everything about celebrities. You are a fabulous <laughs> journalist. You interview a lot of them. Um, and so I feel like lines can often be blurred when it comes to celebrities. I think that oftentimes we forget that they're still like human beings. Yeah. And Kiki Palmer is opening up about that, including an invasive encounter she had with a fan. The actress and singer, 28 years old, penned a set of statements on Twitter this weekend saying... No means no when it doesn't pertain to sex. I was at the bar the other day and this girl asked me three times for a picture and I told her three times very nicely that I did not want to take one with her. She still proceeded to film me against my will and she said if I went off on her, I would have been wrong. So I just nervously laughed while my privacy was invaded 
upon. She said, I hated that I smiled, but that is my defense mechanism to laugh or joke in an uncomfortable situation, and it misleads people every time. Literally, I could be wanting to scream, and on the outside, I'm still performing. The fact that I tell people no at all is therapeutic progress for me, obviously, but it was against my will. I just want to put a little asterisk because you missed a key word in reading her tweet. She said, even when it doesn't. So she said, no means yes, no. Yes, even, even when it doesn't, when it doesn't pertain, pertain to, sex. to sex. Yes, yes. Not when it doesn't pertain yeah, to yeah. sex. Girl, I'm a one word girl. So, I'm either yeah. one word off or that, one word on. I was about to say, girl, that one word could have changed a lot Everything. in this statement. Listen, I feel like I have major people-pleasing tendencies and I often laugh and joke at my own expense in uncomfortable situations and thankfully I've been in therapy long enough that like I don't play that anymore but I think it's so tough like because it's true had she gone off on this girl she would have been made to look crazy she would have been demonized she's already first of all let's add in like some cultural you know benchmarks here she's already a black woman so it's so easy if a black woman sneezes the wrong way someone's gonna be like oh she's combative like so (laughs) so for her being firm in her no I I do understand both sides of this coin because when you are a public figure there's also this like expectancy like that's what I admired about Whitney Houston, right? Whitney Houston did not mind telling you no. Ma'am, I'm eating. Like, there's a famous scene of this woman trying to get a picture of Whitney while she's on vacation. She's like, ma'am, I'm eating. You don't see me eating. You don't see me eating. Ma'am, I'm eating, you know. And I know that, like, oh, Whitney. one of my friends ran into uh, Beyonce at a museum, and Beyonce told him he asked for a selfie, and Beyonce was like, maybe later. But that was her way of saying no, because there, when will there be a later with Beyonce? You yeah, know, like, of course. Maybe later, baby, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, there are ways to say no, but I I guess if you're at a bar or you're like eating, there's really no way to avoid being filmed or pictures taking of you without your consent. But that's rough. It is. Like you can avoid a selfie with someone, but there's no way to kind of police people lifting their phones from across the room while you're eating, your, you know, your carbonara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, though. I feel like I wish there was a better way to protect our celebrities because if they want to go out and eat, they should be able to do so. I also think living on the West Coast and working in this business has helped has helped helped me calm down. When I first moved here at 26 and when I was first around celebrities, I wasn't like overzealous or crazy, but I did. I was one for like do, having a conversation and being like, do you mind if we grab a picture? And I think as I've worked more red carpets and interviewed more celebrities, I rarely if ever ask for pictures Yeah, because I've shared space. I've spent Easter at celebrities' houses and like just sharing space. I think you just realize like they put their pants on one leg at a yeah. time just like us. Celebrities. They're just like they us. They really are. They really are. I know that's so cliche but unless it's, it's someone really big like I'm asking Oprah for a picture. Oh yeah. Well, I'm uh, asking Beyonce. Like, hello my it's heroes. Oprah. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm, Beyonce I'm going to hold on to her for dear life. <laughs> her, I'm going to call put a, put a restraining order on me. Beyonce I would do anything for you. Beyonce I love you. <laughs> the Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, AJ Gibson is out, but my Capricorn queen, Shar, is joining us. And let me just say, <laughs> I pulled out my planner to write something. And you were like, is that a planner? And I was like, is she going to drag me because I don't write things in my phone? <laughs> then you pulled up your planner. You said twinsies. I said, yes, we, we are, are. We are Capricorn twin flames. Listen to me. There is nothing like writing things down, Nothing like looking it. at my planner, crossing things off. No, really. And I love new stationery. Are you that type of girl? I love Post-it notes, fresh <gasps> pens, oh, notebooks. I love it. 
I used I to go into it. Office Max when I was younger <laughs> and chew gum while I was doing it like I was somebody. Uh-huh. And I wanted to have notebooks and pens you and binders. The, yeah, yeah. And I'm someone who still like journals, like pen to paper. I have so many friends that are like, oh, there's apps for that. No, 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 no. I need to literally get in my reading nook in uh-huh. my apartment. Come on, reading I, nook. Oh, yes. I use that G2, that pen. I love that black gel <laughs> pen. And I journal. I crank it. I still write things down. And so watching you write in your planner, I'm like, I I literally have a planner. I love it. I, make, I still write my grocery list down physically. Yes. I do not make a grocery list in my notes app. I write it down. Uh-huh. I go in the grocery store and I cross things off uh-huh. as, I, as I put them in my basket. It's satisfying. It is. It's like ASMR for me. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. But, you know, my therapist told me I was, she said, I need you to write something down. And she goes, I said, write, not type, because it hits different when you physically write it, it out. Like, there's something actually in your brain that changes. And when I have gigs, if I have to learn a song mm-hmm. very quickly, I'll listen to the song at night. I'll write it out three times. When I wake up in the morning, I know it by heart. Well, you know, a lot of people say that that's how manifestation works. It's different if you put pen to paper versus if you're typing it out. Wow. It's something, I don't know if it's some extra fairy dust, if you physically write out what you desire desire in your life versus if you type it out but there's like I know like you know Erica Badu can get real witchy with stuff like that yes and there's power in pen to the paper and I that's a train of thought that I subscribe to typing yeah. feels inauthentic to it me does. <laughs> it does I want to write it reminds me of school for yeah. Capricorns alright this hour we have a great hour for you if you're positive about getting older does that actually mean that you'll live longer also should dogs be off limits when it comes to certain spaces Find out why after two dogs started fighting and why it's sparked such a big debate. But first, let's get into a little bit of news on the beat. An anti-LGBTQ bill that is politicians on both sides of the aisle confused and alarmed passed the Oklahoma's House State Powers Committee and it is now heading to the Oklahoma House floor. Uh, SB 615 states that if a school counselor were to give any material of any kind related to sexual orientation and gender identity to a student, even in a confidential meeting, the counselor would be forced to disclose said material to the parent uh, according to state law says that teachers and administrators have to disclose and make available to parents materials dealing with sexual education specifically those dealing with sexual orientation and gender identity now if passed any and all instructional material or discussions meant to elicit responses on sexual behavior or attitudes would have to mandatorily be disclosed to any parent of a student participating in the activity mm. All right, another news, a Montana judge temporarily blocked enforcement of a law that required transgender people to have undergone a surgical procedure before being allowed to change their sex on their birth certificates. The law was part of a growing list of measures in Republican-controlled states, including Alabama, that have moved to restrict transgender rights as the community gains more visibility in culture and society. In Montana, District Judge Michael Moses of Billings ruled the law is unconstitutionally vague because it does not specify what surgical procedure must be performed. The law also required transgender people to obtain a court order indicating they'd had a surgical procedure. Wow. Wow. All right, let's get into better, more exciting news. If you are headed to Palm Springs, 
Channel Q presents our second annual Divas in the Desert, starring the Tell It to My Heart Diva, the one and only Taylor Dane, Thursday, May 19th, 7 to 10 p.m. at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Divas in the Desert is our fundraising event benefiting uh, DAP Health and the Coachella Valley LGBTQ Center. So much fun. Rosemary Galore and friends will be joining us for a fun drag show. Plus, I'll be singing some songs from my upcoming new album. And capping the night will be a special guest performance by the one and only Taylor Taylor Dane tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And keep it tuned here for your chance to win your way in. Channel Q's Diva in the Desert, a fun night for a great cause. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 82 in Miami today, 65 in San Francisco, 84 in Atlanta, 94 in Cathedral City, 95 in La Quinta, 71 in Dallas, and 54 in Boston. Now, Char, please give us a vibe of the day. My vibe of the day comes from Michelle Obama because I have been watching First Ladies on Showtime. Okay, what's going on with the lips? Distracting or not? It, it actually does not distract from Viola's overall performance. Okay. So I would encourage everyone to watch the show and not just the clips circulating online. Amen! But, you know, this is a famous one. We often say it, when they go low, we go high. I love it. But I that, love it. That's to your discretion because yeah. you can go low. Some people say when they go low, we go to hell. Hey, that's what I like. That's where I'm going. Right? I'm not playing that. (laughs) All right, coming up, if you're positive about getting older, does that mean you'll actually live longer? Uh, Scientists say it's true, and we'll discuss next. Good morning, B. Channel Q. Okay, I love this next article. We're talking how you can add seven and a half years to your life, and although... It seems simple. It's quite difficult. So uh, when Yale professor Becca Levy began conducting her decades-long research on the psychology of aging, she would routinely ask people to think of five words to describe an older person. In the U.S., the most common answer was memory loss. In China, it was wisdom. So already that tells you as a society in the U.S. how we feel about aging Do you think it has something to do with like a science like diet? Like... Like what, you said that in China they said wisdom? Yeah. Like what they primarily eat in China versus what we primarily put in our bodies in the United States that could affect that? No, I think what it is, is in China, they look at aging as this beautiful... That is true. um, That is true. This beautiful thing to happen in the life that's being lived and our elders have so much wisdom and we look at it like, oh, they're old. Put them in a home. Oh, they can't remember anything. In this town and in this industry, you and I are considered the crypt keeper. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) We are. And we're only 34. And we're only 34. (laughs) We're considered in some people's eyes the crypt keeper in this town. It's true. So we're going to need that extra seven and a half years if we want to keep working in Hollywood. Now, in a study that she conducted, she found that older people with more positive perceptions of aging performed much better physically and cognitively than those with more negative perceptions. She's really saying, according to this, uh-huh. that you have to look at aging as a beautiful thing and also not to get to give up. Like she gives tips on how to to do this gracefully. When you were when you were talking about this, I often well, I just was thinking about there, some of the celebrities who we've lost when, you know, when they've been younger and just conversations that I've seen. You know, there's typically I've read stories where someone has like died at 40, for example, mm-hmm. and then their partner or their sister, you know, sibling or whatever would be like they always thought they would die young. 
Like that's very common. Like when you yeah. think, look at the Twenty Seven Club, you know Janis yeah. Joplin and everyone. Amy I remember when Nate Burkus, who's the designer, you know, he's uh, the gay guy that was working alongside Oprah for years. Mm-hmm. He lost his partner in the Sri Lankan tsunami back mm-hmm. in like two thousand four. Mm-hmm. His partner always thought that he wouldn't live long. So there, I think that there's factors, and one could argue, I guess, a manifestation. I was sorts. just gonna say it's yeah. like literally manifesting, and uh, gotta watch your words. You and really thoughts. do. Yeah. So she says the first tip is to really celebrate aging as you get older. You know. Be thankful that you're getting older and look at it as like, I have more wisdom this year. I have more to offer. I get to live Mm -hmm. this as opposed to like, ugh, I'm getting old. Life is a gift. It It really really is. is. It it really is a gift. And and I totally agree. Even if you don't look at it from that way of like the wisdom and, and, and getting older, I just think just overall... The beauty of life. It's it's better to be on this side than what I'd imagine yeah. the, the other side. Yeah. They also say to flex your memory. Um, one man who was on the verge of turning 60 set a goal to put any senior moment birthday card to shame. He planned to memorize and perform all of John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost, <laughs> totaling more than 60,000 words. Girl, he did. Well, see, here's the thing with that. Alzheimer's runs in my family, right? And wow. I, pr- I have a pretty good memory. My friends get so annoyed with me because really quickly I can be like, you know what, Michaela? I just said it to you when I was telling you and producer Vanessa's story. It was like a year ago today. Like, I'm good at that. But I found, you know, I had COVID in January. And I found that in my opinion... I sometimes have COVID brain, meaning that I can lose my train of thought mm. now so easily, it scares me. Yeah. When I was out to lunch with my friend at the Ivy yesterday, we'd be talking about something and the waiter could come up and say, is everything okay? And we'd say yes. And then when he'd walk away, I'd be like, what was I saying? So it, it scares me. So in some regards, I can like, my memory's really strong, but I lose my stream of consciousness, like my train of thought so easily now. It really does. It's alarming. You better start uh, memorizing Paradise Lost. Do I need to do some Sudoku words? and you do. <laughs> Wordle? Yes. Uh, The final thing she says is keep sweating and swimming. Uh, Apparently Mm. swimming is really the best to keep your body um, healthy and to keep you moving. And Uh, working out is good. Working out is really good. Yeah. And just stretching. But I do it. It's all very much a mental thing. And if you go in thinking like, oh, I'm going to hurt myself because I'm getting older. You, your words matter. It is totally mm-hmm. manifesting. Mm-hmm. And I I think that uh, I'd like to add seven and a half years to my life. So I'm going to start so looking nicely. Interesting. Crazy, right? You know, statistically, women stick around longer than, than men do. So Girl, because we still be got to okay. fix things. <laughs> we're fixing things till we're 98 years old. And then yeah, we're like, well, now can I have a break? I'm exhausted. Now do I go? I've healed the world. And I should mention, even though the Alzheimer's runs in my family, so does longevity. My grandmother passed away at 99. And my <gasps> oldest aunt, my mom's oldest sister, is in her 80s. My mom is 60. It did, was she a swimmer? No, they were not. They're black from the south. Okay, no, they were not swimming. That's, okay, that's all we needed to know. The Morning B Channel Q. All right, welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now AJ Gibson is out, but we've got my girl Char here with us. Now you said you're a cat person. You like dogs, but you're a cat girl. Yeah, I was. I was raised with. Oh, is my mic on? I feel like it's not. Okay, here we go. It's okay, producer Vanessa. I was raised with a, a cat and two dogs, but little dogs, shih tzus. But I love all dogs. I just recently fell in love with my friend's Great Dane. So I love great. that. Yeah. Oh, I love my dogs too. And I feel like Lisa is obsessed, obsessed, if you guys know, with Bruno, her baby. And she uh, 
used to take him everywhere. Now, I'm not like that. Rocco's no. my baby, but I don't even like to walk them around the block. I'm terrified of like other dogs. I don't want to be put in a position <laughs> because dogs are crazy. Yeah. Well, this article is saying, should dogs be allowed in stores? And here's why. There are two dogs in Home Depot. Clearly, they're lesbian dogs. And they, they got, got caught on camera fighting inside of Home Depot. Uh, now, we have a little audio of the owner realizing the dogs are fighting as she goes to pick up her little puppy. All you can really hear is the chaos that this woman is going like, through. She's it having a meltdown. Catastrophic, yes. Yes, but that's how people like love their animals. Now, the little, the smaller dog, they were both okay, but the little dog did sustain injuries. But people are saying, were they on leashes? They were on leashes. Oh, they were. They were on leashes, but that. Happens. Didn't look like it. Listen to me. Like, my dog Rocco is insane. If he sees another dog, he's so strong, he can almost pull the leash out but, of my hand. But her dog looked like a terrier. It yeah. couldn't be like that strong where it would pull pull the leash. Here's my thing. When I first moved to LA, it was a little jarring for me to see dogs in the in the damn grocery store. Okay. Yeah. Like dogs were everywhere. If I went out to eat and I was at an outdoor like patio situation, dogs were there. I feel like every restaurant has like a little metal ball a drinking bowl Everything. for dogs. Like it's um, Oh my God, yeah. It was a bit of a culture shock because in Chicago, we don't get down like that. No matter what <laughs> side of the town you're on or no matter if you're on the Magnificent Mile, if you're in Elson or like Chicago don't get down like that. So it was a little jarring for me to see dogs everywhere, especially when I'm shopping for my produce in Ralph's and someone has their dog there. Um, but I've never seen two dogs fight publicly. And it's interesting that they were on leashes and this still happened because the video that I saw, it appeared her dog was so far away from her. Uh. It appeared as if the dogs were, were not on on leashes. Yeah, I don't think that dogs should be allowed to be everywhere. And I don't want to get any, like, hate for that. Now, I do understand if you have, like, needs and it's, like, your emotional support yeah. animal. But there's also ways, I think, to... There's, like, manners that you still have to have when it comes there's to your dog. There's courtesy because not everyone likes dogs. Some yeah. people have dog allergies. Mm -hmm. I had a coworker when I used to work at a very, uh, I'm not going to drop the name of the production company, but everyone knows it. Shout out to the Kardashians. Okay, yes. It. But I had a coworker, and she had a dog uh, that would not be on a leash, and she would, the dog was very obedient, though. Like, always, like, she didn't really have to even put up a fight. It would just be like, come on. And he'd follow her all up and down oh that production God. company or whatever. But she was the only person with a dog and she had it as emotional support. Yeah, I know. In Even quotes. She, in didn't quotes, have, quotes. <laughs> she didn't have a dog sitter. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, yeah, I think it's just too risky. And honestly, like uh, somebody made a joke. They said uh, it's the get the dog's name for me. Yes, this the woman, woman was does like, yell. get the dog. Get the like, dog's girl, what are you going to do? But this is a very dangerous position as well because they could put that dog down. Like, you could literally have your dog be put down if your dog harms another dog. Or what if it's a dog that's super aggressive? Like, personally, I mean, I know people turn their noses up when I say this, but I do have an aversion to pit bulls. I do not like them based on their, I think they're the only dogs whose jaws lock and you can't, like, <laughs> 
you know, you can't, you know, you can like maybe if a dog is attacking you, like hit it in the nose or poke it in the eye and it'll let go. They say pit bulls don't do that. So yeah. I'm, I'm very scared. But I did live with a pit bull lab hybrid when I first moved to LA. My roommate had that dog. But like, for example, if your pit bull was in the Home Depot with my Shih Tzu and it attacks my Shih Tzu, like that could have been disastrous. So it's like, that's also, what I'm saying. And then the pit bull's going to be put down because it's the more aggressive one. Now you've lost your dog. But also, what determines the size? Like, we're talking about should dogs be allowed in certain spaces, but are we talking about someone bringing their Great Dane to the restaurant? Or are we putting a size limit on this? Like, only Cocker Spaniels and Shih Tzus and Terriers can come? Or can can you bring your Labrador Retriever down to Ralph's? First of all, I always <laughs> wanted to do this skit because when Paris Hilton would carry her little Chihuahua in her purse, oh, I was like, Tinkerbell. how funny would it be if I carried, like, a Great Dane in my purse? Like, I had okay. an ex, like, a suitcase. And what's and sad I is just that the Great Dane him. would allow that. He would love it. they're big babies. And I would love it. <laughs> I'm making a change. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. All right, let's get into a little bit of what's a poppin'. Now, Chris Rock's mom is finally addressing Will Smith's infamous slap. Here's what she said. When Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us. But he really slapped me because when you hurt my child... You hurt me. And I think this is a, a bigger discussion. Thing to say. Well, you know, I think that I, in life, just like with therapy and with everything, and kind of moving away from this story because I think that it's a bigger topic, mm-hmm. you have to remember, like, the things that you do to people, those people have mothers. Like, they have fathers. Like, that's someone's baby. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm rude to you... I'm rude to your mother. Like, if I'm disrespectful to you, I'm rude to somebody's baby. And then I think about my five-year-old niece, and I'm like, nobody better hurt her. Like, nobody better be rude to her. Like, that's my girl. And it's true. Like, I I feel like as we go out into the world and navigate things, when you're kind to somebody, you're kind to their mother. When you're mean to somebody, you're mean to their mother. Everybody has a home they're coming from, a family they're coming from. Yeah, well, if I'm mean to your mother, that means your mother raised you the wrong way. I'm joking. I'm joking. If I'm but, rude to you, I do right. want to be rude to your Cause, mother. Because if I'm rude, best believe it, it's me being rude based off of reaction. It's me reacting rude. Yeah. So I don't know what household you were raised in, what wolves raised you. They, t- wolves. I didn't have a mom or a dad. I <laughs> raised me. I love this story. I love Chris Rock's mom. I, I You know, I watched Everybody Hates Chris. And I love, you know, Tashina Arnold plays his, plays his mom Tashina in that uh, sitcom. But her name's Rochelle in the sitcom. But... I understand this mother's pain. I'm not a mom, but I feel like I get it. Because even just with siblings, if someone hurts one of my sisters, oh God, I'm ready to go for a suited up. I'm ready to go to war. Same. I'm ready to go to war, and they feel the same about me. That's why I got. Yeah. I can't tell them certain things. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. They, you know. I believe it. That's how I feel about my baby brother. You know, I just think that like she just makes such a big point, and yeah. I think that like watching her son at the end of the day, he's not a comedian to her. That's her child who she birthed yeah. and raised to see hosting the Oscars which is such an honor to be humiliated like that no matter if it was right or wrong uh, probably stung so deeply so I think that's just something to think about like as you navigate through your day I'm ready for, for this conversation to go away but I don't think it will like the next, it's oh, gonna I don't always think have it's gonna a great cloud yeah I don't think so and I think it's gonna be really uh sad next Oscars because I think that it'll still be the topic of conversation. Oh gosh, you know that the comedian next year's Oscars is definitely making reference to this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. All right, coming up at our final hour, why would people be in a secret, rela- 
in a secret relationship. A new television show is coming out. We have the hosts joining us talking about why and what's the craziest story of why people keep their relationships a secret. Coming up in the next hour. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's our final hour. AJ Gibson is out, but I got my girl, Char, joining us. I've had a wonderful morning with you, Char. Oh, my gosh. It has been fun. What a way yeah. to start the week. I know. Listen, I love a girl power show, honey. I love it. We've got our producer, Vanessa. You and I have been killing it, the Capricorn Queens. We are. So I'm so ready to finish out this last hour with you. And we have a really great hour. Uh, imagine being, and I think it's quite common for people in our community to be in a secret relationship. Is mm. it as simple as you're just a secret? How deep does the dynamic go? There's a new show coming out on MTV, so we have the hosts joining us to talk about their experience, why you should be watching, and why you end up feeling quite empathetic for the couples. So I'm always interested in that. I like to like go beyond the surface and see what's going on. I'm also just very nosy, so I want to know and understand everything. Uh, and I'm ready to talk about it with you. Mm-hmm. All right, so for now, let's get into a little bit of news on The Beat. An anti-LGBTQ bill that is politicians on both sides of the aisle confused and alarmed passed the Oklahoma's House State Powers Committee, and it is now heading to the Oklahoma House floor. SB 615 states that if a a school counselor were to give any material of any kind related to sexual orientation and gender identity to a student, even in a confidential meeting, the counselor would be forced to disclose said material to the parent. Uh, The state law says that teachers and administrators have to disclose and make available to parents materials dealing with sexual education, specifically those dealing with sexual orientation and gender identity. But SB 615 wants to include school counselors on that list, confusing politicians on both sides of the aisle. If passed, any and all instructional material or discussions meant to elicit responses on sexual behavior or attitudes would have to mandatorily be disclosed to any parent of a student participating in the activity. All right, rounding out news on the beach. Twitter is said to be nearing a deal to sell itself to Elon Musk, according to the New York Times and other outlets, 11 days after the Tesla and SpaceX CEO shocked the industry by offering to buy the company in a deal, valuing it at more than $41 billion. A deal could be finalized as soon as today, according to the Wall Street Journal. Twitter declined to comment on the reports. Reports that a deal is imminent come after Musk revealed last week he had lined up $46.5 billion in financing to acquire the company. Twitter's board met Sunday to evaluate Musk's offer to buy all the shares of the company. He does not currently own for $54.20 a piece, a source familiar with the deal confirmed. The source said the discussions about Musk's bid have turned serious. The potential sale agreement caps off a whirlwind news cycle that began less than a month ago when Musk revealed he had taken a 9.1% stake in the company and ramped up calls for changes to the social media platform. All right, let's talk about something incredible happening, and we want you to join us. Channel Q presents our second annual Divas in the Desert, starring the Tell It to My Heart Diva, the one and only Taylor Dane. Thursday, May 19th, 7 to 10 p.m. at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Divas in the Desert is our fundraising event benefiting Desert AIDS uh project and it will be in the Coachella Valley at the LGBTQ Center. It's so much fun. Rosemary Galore and friends will be joining us for a fun drag show. Plus our very own Michaela Gordon 
Me, listen, AJ usually reads this, so I'm reading the script. Our very own Michaela Gordon. I'm such an idiot. Me, I'm singing. I will be singing off the new album. And it'll be so much fun. So please uh, make sure that you go to Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets and keep it tuned here for your chance to win your way in. Now, Queen, give us a vibe of the day. All right. So this is inspired based off of one of our earlier segments when we were talking about life expectancy. Yeah. And the quote that I want to read to you says, what you tell yourself about yourself, about your life, about your limitations, you will believe. That's a quote from Ian Van Zant. So watch your words, watch your thoughts, because I do believe that that filters and dictates and determines our reality. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the something- mind is a powerful thing, Michaela. It really is. And something you said that I haven't tried, I'm going to. We love writing you and I like physically yeah. writing but writing your manifestations at night yeah. and going to sleep on them I haven't done that in so long and I'm going to I, I love that you brought that up but I'm going to start doing that again this is a great way to start your Monday yeah and today you can make a change right now listening to the morning <gasps> beat do it you can make a change on the way that you look at your life and look at your goals and ambitions there's I, no better day than today. Start I feel now. so inspired by us. <laughs> I would listen to our show if I wasn't the host on it. Start now. Start now. <laughs> the Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. All right, so what would you do if you were in a secret relationship? Now, it sounds crazy. Why would people do it? What's one crazy story about people that are in relationships that are secret? I believe in our community, it's not so uncommon for so many reasons. Majority of my relationships have been secret. Yes, (laughs) but there's a new show coming out on MTV called Help. I'm in a secret relationship, premiering Tuesday, April 26th. So we have the host of the series joining us recording artist travis mills and actress ronnie jones good morning travis and ronnie good morning all right so ronnie talk to us about this new show why would people be in a secret relationship all right so here's the deal you have a couple but one person in that couple is being hidden by the other person they have not met friends they have not met family they are hidden from social media and we're talking about people who have been together for two three four years you know they are talking about building their lives together getting married uh expanding their family all of that and yet they are the secret i can attest to it i remember at the top of the hour the show you said you know, a lot of your relationships have been in secret. Mm-hmm. A couple of mine have as a gay woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> you meet people that are just not at the same place in their journey. You know, I've, I've been in situations where I've been hidden from family, mm-hmm. friends, definitely social media. So I can I definitely approach this with a level of understanding and empathy. And so we just try to help these people out because obviously they're at their wits end to, you know, welcome cameras into their love life. (laughs) Yeah, I cannot wait to check this out tomorrow. I have to know what is the most surprising thing or most shocking without giving too much away Mm -hmm. that you all uh, came across while working on this show? Well, um, we did have a failed marriage proposal happen right before our eyes, which I can say that that was the first time I've ever witnessed anything like that. (laughs) Yikes. That's real, Real real uncomfortable. Yeah, how do you even handle that already? Because it's so much, like, so many nerves getting ready to propose, and then they say no. Like, as hosts, do you become, like, friends and sort of confidants to these people? (laughs) Oh, uh, 100%. Like, we spend so much time with these couples um, that you really, yeah, you start to form a relationship with them. You care about them as people. You you look at them as friends. And, like, Ronnie and I become 
therapists. We become shoulders to cry on. We become, you know, best friends. We're giving them advice. So, yeah, your heart, you know, your heart goes out to them. I and then at the same time, like it, with, with the person that's doing the hiding, you know, the, a shocking thing for me was actually finding understanding and empathy with them because, mm. you know, it's not just, you know, it's not black and white. It's not just, you know, I'm, I'm hiding you because I'm cheating. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It, there's a lot of profound reasons you find out, whether it's embarrassment over something in the past or, you know, they're just insecure in who they are. Uh, it's just it's really, really telling. Um, and that's why we approach it with a lot, of, a lot of empathy and understanding and not trying to be judgmental. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's a really great way to humanize uh, relationships and things that happen to people. Because like you said, like cheating isn't so black and white. I love that. I want everybody to make sure to tune in. Help, I'm in a secret relationship premiering Tuesday, April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern on MTV with uh, recording artist Travis Mills and actress Ronnie Jones. How did this show even come about? Like, what's the origin? What's the backstory to this show? Because I find this so interesting. Secret relationships or hidden relationships aren't anything new. So how did this, walk me through how this even came about. Well, I was shooting, uh, I hosted another show on MTV called Ghosted, obviously a little different. And when I was on set, they were telling me about this, you know, phenomenon that people are in these three, four, five, six year relationships that, you know, are quote unquote secret. Um, mm. And they were getting a ton of submissions. And so they were like, would you be interested in kind of traveling around and taking this on? I was like, absolutely. And a few weeks later, Ronnie and I were on FaceTime. And shortly after that, we were flying around and starting to put together this show well travis you're a recording artist so you know the drill like obviously ronnie is gay women we understand this but travis as a recording artist and like being in the scene have you had a lot of experiences without the cameras on of secret relationships that helped you sort of relate to this yeah i mean i i would say like i don't have a ton of experience in secret relationships i can value and and understand why someone would want to keep aspects of their personal life private right i feel like just as as a society, we overshare, right? We feel the need to tell everyone about everything, what we're eating for lunch, you know, what Mm -hmm. new thing we did to our hair, where we got our shoes. Like there are aspects of our lives I feel like are are special and things that we, you know, we want to keep to ourselves because otherwise then it's just, it's not ours anymore. So I do have empathy for people um, who, you know, have a sense of privacy or want one. But at the same time, if your partner isn't on board and they're being gaslit and they're kind of being given the runaround, I don't think that's fair. Nobody deserves that. So that's what the show really kind of tackles. And like Ronnie said, like you'd be surprised. You actually find empathy for these people doing the hiding. And and I want to say like nine times out of ten, it comes down to them being deeply insecure about something about Mm -hmm. themselves, right? To where they feel like if they're being honest with their partner, that person is going to leave. And, um, all that's really kind of standing in the way of that relationship is having a an open and honest conversation, which isn't always the easiest, but it's a lot easier than than kind of doing it the way that they've been doing it. Well, help! I'm in a secret relationship. Premieres Tuesday, April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern on MTV. Thank you so much, Travis and Ronnie Jones, for joining us. Also, congratulations, Ronnie! I went on your Instagram and saw you were recently married to your beautiful wife. So, congratulations on that! Yes, thank you so yes. much. I appreciate that of shout out. I'm course. happy. Yes, of course. <laughs> Tune in this Tuesday. Tell me something good. Uh. Hey, all right, I 
love Tell Me Something Good, but before we get into it, Char told me, she said, I think you should play Shaka Khan for this segment. And I was like, girl, we do. And then she said, well, fun fact, this is the first song I ever sang. It is, which was highly yes. inappropriate. But shout out to Shaka Khan, the Chicago legend. You know I'm from Chicago. Yes. And I had this this on tape, and I used to, my parents loved it. I love it. Mine is, <laughs> through the fire. Yes. That was mine. That's, that's a karaoke song of mine. Is it? Oh, girl, I tear it up. Girl, we got to go to karaoke. I tear it up. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into Tell Me Something Good. It is Lesbian Visibility Week, and uh, contestant... Matea Roach is on a winning streak and she's raking in the cash. Another member of the LGBTQ community is tearing her way through Jeopardy. Uh, shortly after trans woman Amy Schneider dominated the show, winning 40 games in a row and over a million dollars, Matea Roach, an out lesbian, is on an impressive winning streak that has landed her a coveted spot in the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. The 23-year-old contestant has won over $286,000 so far. Roach's Feet puts her in the top 10 for the most consecutive games won in the show's history. Last night's game also included a rare occurrence when Roach was the only player to advance to final Jeopardy. Imagine being 23 years old mm. and having $286,000 won because your brain is so big and mm. juicy and you're brilliant. A dream. I wouldn't want everyone knowing how much money I have. No. That would be the only thing. I know. you know people going to have their hands out. I need my car fixed. I know. You're like, hey, girl, my rent. I you know. know. <laughs> I know. All right. What do you got for us, Shark? Oh, well, this Tell Me Something Good brings two of my favorite things together. That is Lemonade. Shout out to Beyonce. Hello. You know, you know that album turned six on Saturday on April 23rd? Really? Yes. Yeah, six years ago, Lemonade dropped. Wow. But also this story mentions cats. I'm a cat girl. Are you a cat girl? I do. I love dogs, too. But I, I do enjoy cats. I love cats. I feel like wow. we understand each other. Okay. Yeah, you stay over there, I stay over there, but yeah. we can cuddle and here's some food and here's a toy girl. But anyway, yes. a nine-year-old boy walked into his local animal shelter with a plastic bag filled with cash. Now, his name is Ben, ben Miller. He's from Boise, Idaho. He collected a whopping 1000 $150 in one weekend. This was his third lemonade stand fundraiser since 2019, and he raised the money for the Idaho Humane Society with his grandmother, and it's mm. all because cats, he noticed that cats there didn't have toys. So he raised <laughs> all of this. He's donated, so far he's donated 19, well, $1,950 to support the cats he loves so much. His mother helped him create the event on Facebook, which brought in people from across the valley. I guess that's a neighborhood in Idaho. Okay. Um, people also sent money without even visiting to get a drink. So shout out to Ben Miller. It sounds like he might have a future in p maybe politics. He's good at fundraising and it's for cats. Okay. Imagine what he could do for people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know our program director loves the story. He's obsessed with cats. So shout out to Brian's cat as well. Um, I love that story. The youth is where it's at. They're so smart. I believe the children are the future. Yes. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way, honey. All right. Well, AJ will be out tomorrow as he's six. So we're sending him good wishes. But me and Char will be back for now. Listen to three hours of curated music just for you. And then stick around for Shira and Ryan's Let's Go There. Happy Monday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.